Hi, this is Dave Kale, and uh, today I want to talk to you about strategic planning for salespeople. Too often we see a salesperson act on this sort of philosophy, quote, ready, shoot, aim, unquote. Unfortunately, that's the all-too-common description of the field salesperson's modus operandi. In a misguided attempt to stay busy, and see as many people as possible, too many salespeople subscribe to the theory that any activity is good activity. Now, there was a time when that was true. You know, when customers had more time, sales was a simpler job. And any conversation with a prospect or a customer was a good thing. But times have changed, and the job of the salesperson has become much more complex. The pressure on the salesperson to make good decisions about the effective use of his time has never been greater. Salespeople now must confront an overwhelming number of potential things to do. And that requires them to make decisions about which customers in which to invest their time. It requires them to prioritize their activities every day. And it requires them to continually choose from a menu of possible activities. In other words, salespeople must now engage in strategic planning. Now, it's not that this is new. There have always been salespeople who, who have uh, regularly planned strategically for the effective use of their time. It's been a characteristic of superstar salespeople and highly effective sales forces. For that small percentage of salespeople who do it instinctively or who are encouraged to do so by their management, it's, it's as much a part of their routines as brushing their teeth in the morning. Unfortunately, that describes the minority of salespeople and sales forces in the world. What was a practice of only the best has now become a requirement for everyone. Most salespeople have never been trained in the best practices, the processes, and the disciplines which will set them apart from the pack. In this case, that means that most salespeople have never been exposed to the principles, process, and disciplines of effective strategic planning. So let's define our terms. A strategic plan is composed of a set of measurable goals coupled with a list of the most important, most effective things you can do to reach those goals. A strategic plan is not a detailed action plan. It's not a day-to-day -day plan. It's not a call plan. That comes later. The plan itself is often limited to no more than two or three pages that cover the year. So the idea, the idea is to identify the highest priority and most effective. If you put too much detail, it defeats the purpose. The purpose, again, is to identify the highest priority accounts and things to do, the most effective strategies. So it's a matter of, of highest priority, highest effectiveness. Too much detail just weighs you down in and defeats the purpose. Strategic planning is the process of thinking about your job in such a way so as to develop your strategic plan. Doesn't that make sense? It was just common sense. So creating a strategic plan for your company always involves a dedicated chunk of time devoted to the process. Now, what is true for a company's strategic plan is also true for an individual salesperson's strategic plan. Creating a strategic plan for your company always involves some preparation and a gathering of the best minds in the company.
Okay, so two for a salesperson's strategic plan. Uh, preparation and a melding of the ideas of the salesperson and his or her manager. Strategic planning for your company always involves the discipline to adhere to a formalized process. And so too for a salesperson. Strategic planning for a salesperson requires the discipline to adhere to a formal process. With your company, the creation of a, of a strategic plan is often an energizing, inspiring event from which everyone leaves optimistic and full of confidence, assured that they have identified the goals, the plans, and the tasks that will bring them the best results. They're pumped. And that is exactly one of the benefits of a salesperson creating a strategic plan. Salespeople come up out of the strategic planning process confident that they have identified the most effective focus for their action, that they have identified the highest priority activities. And, you know, they come out of this event, the strategic planning event, confident, focused, optimistic, energized, ready to take on the world, or at least their customers, with a renewed focus and vigor. And that's a good thing. So how, how do you go about it? Well, here's some principles to discipline yourself to if you're going to be effective at strategic planning. Number one, once a year, set aside a significant amount of time dedicated just to this task. And I'd suggest at least a full day or two. Now, the date of the strategic planning session should reflect your selling situation. You know, salespeople vary in their seasonal busyness, depending on the industry to which they sell. For some, a time towards the end of their fiscal year might be best. For others, a time at the end of their busy season or just before their busy season. For most, though, a time around the Christmas holidays generally works best. One of my clients, for example, brings all his salespeople into the office for a planning retreat once a year. In another, uh, in another client, salespeople come together for an annual goal setting and, and a strategy developing retreat. And at this three-day event, they meet with their sales managers, they create specific goals for the year. Then together with their manager, they jointly develop the overall strategy for achieving those goals. Now, if your company organizes an event like that, good for you, and, but if not, then you need to do it yourself. So first, a dedicated chunk of time on an annual basis. Number two, find a space where you can work virtually uninterrupted. Now, this may take some creativity. I doubt if it's your company's office. It may be your home if you have a room which you can you know, close off and seal yourself in. One year, I was one of two people responsible for leading a nonprofit organization. The two of us drove to a state park, this is in the middle of the winter, climbed into the back of my old conversion van, uh, turned on the heater, and worked in the back of the van all day long. We were, you know, we were isolated and uninterrupted, and that's what you need. You need uninterrupted time to really think deeply about things you're only going to really think about once a year. So, so create some space where you can be uninterrupted. That's number two. Number three, gather the materials you'll need. So prior to this, you know, this is part of the preparation that comes with effective strategic planning. So prepare. Gather all your account folders, your account profiles, 
your company's goals for the year, you know, any, any information about key products, services categories, computer reports of last year's sales, maps of your territory, you know, anything else that you may want to review and use in the process of identifying the most effective, highest potential things you can do. Now, at this point, you got yourself ready. You got a chunk of time, you got a place, and you got all the materials you'll need. You got the information that you're going to use. So now it's time for step four, which is immerse yourself into the process. For the duration of the planning, don't do anything else than, uh, other than, you know, emergency, urgent things to come up. You may want to focus your thinking on, you want to focus your thinking on the strategic decisions you'll make. So try to eliminate any interruptions and just immerse just immerse yourself into the process. And that means focus on what you're going to produce in this planning event, the output and results of your efforts. So you're going to create these things. Number one, you're going to create a set of sales goals for your territory. Number two, you're going to create a well-defined ABC analysis of your customers and prospects. Number three, you're going to create individual goals and strategic plans for each of your A accounts, your key accounts. And then number four, you're going to put all that together in a basic territory plan. You know, like the first week of the month, I'm going to be here, second week there. And, you, you know, it, it, it sounds arduous, and it is. But when you spend disciplined, focused time thinking about these things in detail, you'll find it much easier than it sounds. You, you will prepare the best, most effective plans of which you're capable and and that will free you to implement effectively when you're in the field later in the year as the year unfolds you won't be tempted to head out Monday morning without a clear plan in mind because you have spent this time formulating the plan and when the press of customer problems and inquiries you know threatens to overwhelm you and force you into becoming too reactive you'll be held on track by the goals and plans you created in your planning disciplines. Now I know it's a lot to think about and uh, there, there's a lot of detail yet to be d uh, discussed. Rather than do it here, I'm just going to recommend you go get uh, the book 11 Secrets of Time Management for Salespeople. 11 Secrets of Time Management for Salespeople. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes Noble, wherever books are sold as well as on my website. And we've got a couple chapters step-by-step uh, -step detailing how to go about the strategic planning process. It's one, of, it's one of the greatest time management strategies. That's why, that's why it's one of the 11 secrets of time management. So go buy that and, and get into some detail. That's it for today, okay? Bye-bye.